The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show, man. It was so damn close. So close, but no cigar for the Raiders. Damn. That's what I got to say about that. I'll say that and more here on show 297. On today's show, we're going to have the post game for the Jags. Yeah, we got jagged, all right. <laughs> you know that. Ugh, what a tough loss that was. We'll do a pregame for the Bronco Hoes that are coming up in our house. The game will be awesome because it'll be at home. It should be a running contest because of the weather. I'll get into that, of course. And the first story of the day, the path to the playoffs for the Oakland Raiders. Got a little tricky and it got a little bit difficult, but we still have some hope. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Well, I'm going to plagiarize Randy's take on our forum, of course. That's at www.raidernationpodcast.com. Check out the webpage. It is tremendous. Uh, Randy has it set out here for us. And here's what it's going to take for us to make it to the playoffs. Playoffs? Okay, so the Chiefs, they have to lose at least two of the remaining three games. And the Chargers have to lose at least one more game. Now, the Chargers don't have a tough schedule. The Chiefs have a little bit tougher schedule. But we have to hope that the 49ers beat the Chargers on Thursday. Okay? And if that's the case, then we have to beat the Chiefs on our last game of the season, and we also have to win out completely. Now, there's another scenario here. The Chiefs have to lose all three games. The Chargers will have to lose two out of three if we win. A, if we lose another another game. What it boils down to here, folks, is we got a chance. We got a chance still to control our own destiny. We have to win all three remaining games. And that starts with our game on Sunday against the Broncos. But we have to win all three games and hope the Chiefs drop at least one, which would be the one we play them. So if we're winning, we got to win that last game anyway. That counts. San Diego has to lose one more game out of their last three. That is a, a total possibility with the teams they play, uh, especially that the Niners could beat them. But I digress. I just want to say that this part of the year, we have not been talking playoffs for a very, very long time. And just the fact that we're even talking about it is a testament to this team this year. I mean, we're not, you know, blowing people out. Of course, we are blowing people out like the hose. But we're just not consistent. And that's, I think, what we're looking for is some consistent play and some consistent freaking wins. And that is all I have to say about that. The Raiders were jagged off in Jacksonville. You may be fighting. 
But you'll have so much fun Yes, you will Trying to win Well, Raider Nation, a tremendously hard loss for the Raider Nation and for the Raiders themselves. The guys played their ass off. The offense scoring 31 points, losing 38-31, to was brutal to watch because it seemed like we had the game at hand. Halftime were 14 points uh, to 7. We had the lead going in. We had the momentum, and what killed us right off the bat, and I saw it, and I'm sure you did too, I have to call out the special teams, and come on, man. I mean, come on. Jan Okowski, I'm going to have to call him what I see him. He's Jan Shankowski, man. The guy could not kick the ball with or without the wind. The guy kept kicking the ball to 20-yard line. That's what happened the last kickoff of the game. I mean, the guy ran the ball 63 yards, but Jano must have given him 20. I mean, and and Leckler, our Pro Bowl punter, was a, a dud, man. The guy couldn't kick a ball to spare his life in one of the most critical games that we had this season, the one we had to have, mind you. We should have won at the 49ers. And we should have won, of course, at Arizona, which was another travesty. And we should have beat the Finns. Three games that were gimmies we did not prepare for. Coaching, I'm going to blame all those games on coaching because all of them were. It was bullshit. But at this point in this game, I mean, the coaching wasn't tremendous. I mean, why did we stop blitzing? The quarterback. I mean, there's another thing. We let the big play go. So special teams, you know, our coverage team blew. We didn't run the ball back especially well. And, you know, I think Ricky Brown had a lot to do with that. He took the place of Rolando McLean on the defense, which is a huge hole in the middle of our field. And let's face it, folks. I mean, if we're talking about it now, let's just talk about are two outside linebackers, which are really defensive ends. They're big, strong guys, but big and slow is the word. They could not catch the edge. They could not capture the edge. And we were run on all day long because they were a day late and a dollar freaking short. And they didn't tackle. Our defense, I mean, our offense was tremendous, man. McFadden, Bush... Jason Campbell deserves the game ball, man. The guy managed the game very, very well. Good passes. I mean, but come on, man. And one of the coaching decisions, I believe it was fourth and two or fourth and three. You have one of the most prolific running backs in the game. Okay? You've got two. You could do Bush for a three-yard run, almost guaranteed. But McFadden was carving him to death all day, and you give the ball to Jacoby Ford to take the edge on a reverse or some horseshit play like that on fourth and three? We could have got the three points. It was field goal range. I do not get those kind of shitty calls from any coach. I mean, if we want to win in this league, we have to have a coach willing and able, actually, 
to put a game plan on the table that actually works. Something that was well-planned. Poor execution. Just a poor play at that moment of the game. And at the end of the game, my gosh, I have complained about this for years. Is there no hurry-up offense? I mean, I would the last play, bef- the play before the very last play, which was lame too. Why do you throw the ball to the twenty-two yard line when you have to get a touchdown? You have two seconds left. That was lame. Why even do it? Why just pack your shit and go home? What a joke! The play before that, they wasted like. 11 seconds, jacking around, walking to the line. I mean, come on, man. I mean, if you're going to get a chance to try to make a touchdown, you got to save every second. We had no more timeouts. You know, thank you, Curly, for that one. Another bad use. Our coach is not a real good challenge guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, That challenge, he challenged. I was like, oh, no, there's no way. I mean, I don't know who's giving him his advice, but it's not good. And that cost us dearly. Of course, the Jacoby Ford fumble cost us dearly, but, you know, that's football sometimes. But back-to-back scores, I mean, they, they scored 31 points in the third quarter. I mean, come on, man. What is going on with the defense? At that point, it changed. They did something to change their game. We need something to change our game, and our defense gave up the big play over and over. We had two minutes and 20 seconds in the game, and we were tied. We were going to go to overtime. I was sure of it. I was sure of it. As as sure as I was that we were going to win, and they let the guy run the ball back to 63 yards, man, to the 30-yard line. And then the ball right right into the right into the end zone, thirty yard run. Next play, next one timeout left. We fiddle farted around down the field, couldn't make it happen. A heart wrenching loss. You could tell the team was absolutely deflated. And so you know, my hat goes off to the offense, Jason Campbell and crew. They did a great job. McFadden off the hook. Marcel Reese did a great job. You know, we got Miller in the mix. I mean, this game, if we continue to play offense like this, we'll do all right. I don't think John Marshall's up to this, the, the task here with this defense. He's got a fantastic defense. And that is a waste of a defense. Huff. I mean, come on, man. Do I need to say anything about Huff to you guys? I know I don't because I'm all you guys are rolling your eyes right now. Gosh. I mean, in Tyvon Branch, I mean, where was the tackling on the defense, man? The big plays. I mean, Rolando McClain was a big miss in this game, a huge miss. The defense played good at times. You know, they, they played good at times. But I do think the defensive play calling was weak in that third and fourth quarter, man. It was weak. It was not called well. Whatever they did to change up their offense, we did not answer on the coaching side on the defense. I'm sure of it because it was blatantly freaking obvious. They found our weak point, and they exploited it, and that was it. Hats off to the O. You know, the deep played okay, but you know what? You cannot 
blow 31 points, man. That's a lot of points to let the other team come back and score again. Tough loss for our team. Uh, we needed this game to go to the playoffs big time. Puts us in a rut, but we're not out. But we may be down, but we got to play. We got to play this week. And, uh, well, <laughs> I could go on, but I don't think I will because it was painful enough. You guys know. I will say one thing. It was an exciting game. It was a fun game to watch. The offense was crazy fun. It's great to see our team making progress. Uh, I know it was a, a heartbreaker at the end, but, you know, it was a fun game to watch. As far as, the, as far as the games of that weekend, it was the best game. It was the best game by far, I'm sure. We would have won some kind of best game award if we had any kind of uh, freaking credit. And on the last note, before I end this segment, i got to say this and cover the kitty's ears because it's very important right now. Fuck those two fucking asshole commentators in this game. I don't even know what their names were. I know how, who they are, but I'll tell you one thing right now. If they could suck the ass out of a cat, they sure did suck the ass out of that Jaguar. I mean, they were pathetic and one-sided. It was a big joke about the Raiders all the way through the game. All the way, every penalty they questioned if it was against the Jaguars, and they were absolutely positive the filthy ass cheating Raiders were guilty every time, no matter what. And their coach, Jack Del Rio, was pissing and moaning after the game about how the Raiders they were mean and they were they were pushing our guys around and they were too rough, like thugs. You're fucking soft, punk. And you know what, Del Rio? I had respect for you till you went crying to mommy after this game. That's some bullshit. And as a matter of fact, all I got to say is, CBS, you suck ass. And that is all I have to say about that. Let me ride that donkey donkey. The pregame for the Bronca hoes. They're coming to town. Yes, the Denver Broncos and Studsville, their new coach, are coming to the Oakland Raiders a house, the house that Al built. They're coming home, folks. There should be a pretty lively crowd, even though it's supposed to rain like a monsoon or a mofo, as they say. Yes, it's supposed to rain pretty hard in Oakland on Sunday, and it sounds to me like it could be a ground-pounding kind of game. You just never know, though. The, the Denver Broncos are in the toilet they haven't won very many games. They're last in the division, and they're a laughingstock after their McDougals was cut from the team after their last dramatic loss. And it was just a culmination of factors that led to Mr. Bowen's decision. Pat looked at everything and assessed everything and came to the conclusion probably sometime Sunday night um, that he was going to make a change. And he had resisted that. He had a lot of respect for Josh, fondness for Josh, appreciated everything he did for him. But at the end, I think the, as I said, all of the factors, the culmination of the events were 
you know, were, were too much, and, and he felt that a change had to be made, and there wasn't any point at that point delaying it. He, wanted, he thought it was in not only the best interest of the organization to at this, at this time, last night, yesterday, whenever, to move forward, and that would be best not only for the organization, uh, but for Josh and his family, too. You said that the, 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 the videotaping was a portion of it, but there was a culmination of factors. Can you spell out what, I mean, a variety, you know, it's not just one thing. Can you just give some examples of what other things factored in? No, Lee, you know, there's a lot of speculation and to the various factors, and many of you in this room have, have laid those out, and I'm not going to get into any more specifics. I, I told you that the one incident was part of it, but it, it, there was a multitude of things, and I, I don't think it's fair to Josh or to anyone else on the, on the staff to get into that. Uh, it just was, as I said, a culmination of things, and we're moving forward. They're not doing very well spiritually or actually physically, and Kyle Orton is not himself after being chased around the field by most defenses in the league. I feel we have to do the same thing. Now, this is not a gimme game. It's not a game that we should expect to pop up 49 points, but we need to win this contest to keep the show a-rolling, folks. And we can't take soft on any team, especially the Denver Broncos, who would love nothing more than to kick the Raiders out of any playoff possibility. This is what they're going to do. This is their desire, and this is their point coming to Oakland. They want to come here and they want to put us down. Now, there's been a lot of talk lately about Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim! We need some romantic music here. <laughs> I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Oh, Timmy. Timmy Tebow. He's the savior of the Denver Bronco hose and one of the picks that is really maligned uh, in the league that McDaniels did for the, the Denver Broncos. That remains to be seen. Now, I like Tim Tebow. I like his style of play. I think he'd make a great fullback. But he can throw the ball, and who knows what he can do. I know this. They're going to try him out on us because they got nothing else to lose. The guy is a runner, too. He's fast. He's strong. And he can really move the ball with his own legs. They might throw him out there as a sacrificial lamb for this game, so we have to really have somebody watching him all game long. I think we can kill him. I think we can get to him. I think that's going to be the point of this game, that we can whoever's in the back, we have to pummel them. That's on the defensive side of the ball. We have to hope that Namdi's good, that he's ready to play. Chris Johnson is good. Huff you know, does some homework for crying out loud. And everyone else is on their game because throwing the ball, I think, will be pretty difficult in Oakland on Sunday. I think the rain will make it difficult for anybody. I've seen it there before, and it's going to be a absolute soup bowl. It's supposed to rain all day Saturday, and I know what happens there at that field. It gets very, very slippery and slidey. They're pretty fun games to watch in the rain. I'm excited about it. You should be if you're going to the game because the Raiders have a great running tandem. This is going to be Bushville. I think Michael Bush will have one of his best contests ever at home. I think we should run him off tackle all day long. It is the advantage of the guy running the ball in a game like this. When it's raining, it's hard to pass. And I'll tell you right now, Jason Campbell, all he has to do is manage that ball just like he has. 
We should do short passes, easy passes, uh, those long balls in this hardcore rain that we're going to have on Sunday. I don't know. It depends on how hard. But what I'm seeing on the weather, it looks like it's going to be a ground-pounding mofo. And I think our team has the offensive line and it has the running backs for sure to really do some great stuff. It'll be fun to watch. There'll be a lot of slipping and sliding. But watch Tim Tebow come out because I think Kyle Orton has lost his job. They're looking for an identity in the quarterback position. And uh, I don't think that Orton's really filling the filling the bill here. Uh, they have a lot of needs on the Broncos. I love it. I love the fact that they're last in the division. And we got to treat them like the step child they is. <laughs> we got to beat them down. We got to beat them down with a strap. And you know what I'm saying? And I don't give a shit if we play dirty. I don't care how many penalties we get as long as we win. As long as we win by one point. You know, I'd love to just pummel these guys and send them home totally blown out. That would be a good thing. But I say this. We need to win this game, and there is nothing in the world that is more important to this season. In order to complete this season and get to the playoffs, yeah, I'm still talking about playoffs, we need to beat the hoes. And we better beat them in our house, or there's going to be a whole lot of pissed-off Raider fans leaving that parking lot, me included. Now, this shouldn't be a tough game. But I've said it once, I'll say it again. This is a division rival who would love nothing more than to cut our legs out from underneath us, and we cannot allow that to happen. We have to bring it to them. We have to dominate the field. We need to dictate the pace of play. We need to have special teams on fire and field position, again, is way important in this game. Um, and I, I don't know what else to say. We better get it together because our defense cannot allow any big play, especially by the hose. We cannot lose to the hose. We better not lose to the hose. I'm telling you right now, this one-week wonder horse shit's got to end. We have to throw some, some consistency together. If Cable wants his job, and if Curly wants to keep that spot on the Three Stooges, he better call a good game, and Hugh Jackson better do it too because they all be looking for a job by the end of the season if they don't get it done. Uh, I still strongly think that he's in jeopardy of losing his job because uh, Al don't have much time. And that is all I am going to say about that. It's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the Bone Line, folks. Don't forget to check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. Our webpage is beautiful. Randy does a great job updating game time facts, all kinds of stuff. Everything Raiders all day, all night, 24-7 is on the page. Check it out. Jump into the forum. We have a, a, a chat line, too, during Sunday game day. We got the whole Raider Nation up in there. We're, we're talking about the game as the game goes on. I mean, it's pretty cool. You got to be in there. Check it out on Sunday. It's the place to be while you're watching the game, and it's the place to go while you want to know anything Raiders. 
All right, now, who is first on the line tonight? First, we have the Union City Raider. He's checking out what the Bull Talk has got to say. Hey, Raider Greg, man. Um, I listened to that freaking San Diego podcast, Bull Talk. Man, such pieces of shit. Oh, the San Diego Chargers. Oh, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. Philip Rivers had his first bad game, and it was only because he was off. He was a, nothing to do with, well, maybe he had a hand in his face, a body pushed into him. Maybe he was throwing off target, uh, throwing off balance. Maybe his receivers were covered. Um, you know, I mean, none of that kind of stuff, you know, just, well, terrible game plan, and all the prisoners uh, uh, came out from L.A., and, and we were selling our tickets. You no, know, so just excuse after excuse, man, and it's like, look, if you guys don't want the prisoners to come into your stadium, keep your goddamn tickets. Don't complain about the prisoners. You know what I mean? They sound like San Francisco fans, man. Wine and cheese, wine and cheese. Anyways, Ray Greg, like. Well, that's their team, and they were just telling you what I was telling you, <laughs> that they're chumps. Worst fans in all sports. I'm telling you, the San Diego fan is weak ass. And they had to beg to put, fill up their stadium for a playoff game. Never happened in Oakland, ever. We have Raider Dalvola, 5.59, on the line. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Dalvola, 5.59, from the Central Valley, California. Half of California, to be exact. What's up, Raider Greg? It's about 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't wait to get down there, Jacksonville, and watch the Raiders handle business. Uh, we're going to do the damn thing this uh, this morning. I'm excited. I'm just uh, up here watching the NFL Network, you know, so excited that uh, we might have to do the damn thing. And I'm out. Nation for life. What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Davola five five nine. Uh just watched uh, the end of the game right now, just saying that it was a tough, tough battle. We fought it tooth and nail, but uh we gotta see uh we gotta see what San Diego does for us, even though I hate to root for the powder blues. But uh we'll come back next week, get it again, go Raiders and I'm out. We played a good game, man, you gotta admit. It's a tough loss, man. It's always tough, but it's real tough when you're so freaking close. Well, we got the hose. Good attitude, man, because we just got to keep rolling. Keep rolling till we get into the playoffs, man. We have Matty Raider from Albany, New York. He's giving you his take, man. He's there in Jacksonville. I'm sure it was fun, bro. What's up, Raider Nation? Maddie Raider, Albany, New York, down here in Jacksonville. It's fucking raining sideways down here, but we got the Raider Nation in full effect. Party last night was off the hook. Tailgates off the hook. Raider fans ain't giving up with no fucking rain. And we're ready to go and run the ball down Jacksonville's throats. We got everybody here. We're partying. We're getting down. Raider Nation everywhere across the nation down here. And, uh... We're ready to do it. I'm going to call you after the game. Let's go Raiders. Yes, it was fun. There's no doubt. 
The Raiders roll no matter where we go, man. The Raider Nation is proud, it's loud, and it's a hell of a good time. I'm sure you had fun except for the game. So uh, I'm glad you were there, man. It's nothing like a Raider game. I don't care where you are. Next, we have the San Ho Raider, and he's telling it like it is, man. Raider Nation, San Ho Raider. I just feel like the Raiders just took my heart, kicked it down the street, and ran over it with the F-150. This shit fucking sucks, man. I really feel there goes our season. You know, one more thing. Michael Huff, I fucking hate you. I want you off my team. I want him off my team right now. Gave him two touchdowns. Crucial touchdowns in this game. You just can't do that. Not when we're trying to be in the playoffs. We just gave it away. We gave this game away. That's all I got him out. Huff Daddy, man. He might as well be Huff and Puff Daddy because, yeah, he didn't show up. Tackling was horrific, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Raider Mike from Fresno. Well, he's he's actually saying it just like we all saw it, really. Um, This is uh, Mike Fresno. I don't even know where to begin on this uh, uh, cough-up. I mean, this is a, a choke if I've ever seen it. I mean, going for it on fourth down with Bowler in, come on. You've you got to kick the field goal there. And ten, seven, eight minutes left in the game, you have to kick the field goal. Uh, you just don't, don't go for it on fourth down with with Kyle Bowler in. I mean, you see his duck passes, terrible. Um Jason Campbell, the stats show a good game, but I mean this guy's a statue in the quarterback in the in the pocket. He holds on to the ball. Defense, we got Michael Huff covering um wide receivers. Uh I just don't understand this. We we gave up so many big plays. Uh D Mac had a wonderful game. I mean, he kept us in the game. Um we don't know how to win yet. Um, unfortunately, the season is over for us. We're 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 not going to win three games in a row. And even if we do, uh, I'm pretty sure Kansas City is is going to hold on. Um, just a, a hurt that 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 loss really hurt us. Uh, we should have won. 100%. We should have won. There's no reason for us to lose that game. We just give up big plays. We got. I I don't know. Um, very frustrating, and. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, have a have a good one. Well, that's right, Raider Mike. I didn't even say that in my post game, but Kyle Bowler, give me a break. Why did they even let him pass the fucking ball? <laughs> I forgot. I I wanted to forget. That's why. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have David K from the. And Jay, that's New Jersey, East Coast. Check out his take. I like it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider David K from the NJ over here on the East Coast. Just watched the Jaguars game here. And uh, you know what? Our team played great. It was like watching a real football team. 
we did everything. We were running, we were passing. So I hate to put the blame on anybody, but I got to put it on Seabass. Kick the freaking ball into the end zone. Kick the ball into the end zone. Hope we have a chance. Kind of proud of our guys. I'm out. Our guys did play well. And like I said, special teams, <laughs> Janikowski, man, with or without the win, he sucked ass. Next, we have NC Raider Ray, and he is out there doing it with the Raider Nation. Check this out. You got to hear this. This is NC Raider Ray. I am currently leaving Everbank Field in Jacksonville, Florida, and I just saw the Raiders lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, hell of a fucking ball game. But damn, this is our shot. This is our chance. If we win out, we're only nine and seven. I mean, we we had to have this game. Jacksonville played well. Um, you know, for the rest of the afternoon, I spend my spend my time being a San Diego fan. How fucking bad does that suck? But anyway, you know, the rest of the uh, the rest of the season. Like I said last week, when I called, we still have a chance to go eight and eight. You know, maybe nine and seven. What a fucking improvement! But, damn. I mean, damn. I, I had hope. Anyway, go Raiders. Rest the season. We'll take what we get. And, uh, you know, fuck the, fuck the Bronco Hose. Fuck the Chiefs. And uh, Indianapolis better watch the fuck out. Anyway, it's going to be Raider Raider out. This is North Carolina Raider Ray calling back for the second time. About one twenty Monday morning, I'm back in North Carolina from a trip to Jacksonville, and uh, I'm a little more calm now, quite a bit so- more sober, and uh, I said all I care to say about the game on the first call. And this is mostly just to uh, give a big shout-out and a thank you to the Florida Bay Area Red Booster Club, and it's found the Big Raider Jay Levy, fan that put on one hell of a party uh, Saturday night at Hooters at Jacksonville Landing, and a great fucking tailgate. Uh, we had guys right beside us that drove all the way out from California. Uh, there were lots of people from the Carolinas, from the Carolinas, from Tennessee, like just fucking everywhere. The Raider Nation traveled. The Raider Nation showed up. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but uh, we were there. So uh, that's the whole purpose of this call. Again, big thanks, uh, Big Raider Jay. Man, it was great, and uh, hope to get a chance to come down there and. Uh, be a part of another Raider Nation invasion in Jacksonville. All right, peace. That is how the Raider Nation rolls in every stadium in this country, folks. And there in Jacksonville with that booster club, they laid it down, man. You can tell, man. You got to go to a game wherever you are in the world. You have to get to a Raider game. The Jacksonville group kicks them ass. And you can hear it, and you know it, and I can guarantee it. I wasn't even there, but I know how we roll. And I'm sure you had a good time, man. Good things, good props, and my props go out to the Raider Nation that are doing it out there away from the Coliseum here in Oakland. It's a beautiful thing, man. Next, we have Raider Dan from Kansas City, and he's got a hell of a message. I want you guys to pay very close attention. 
Hey, Ritter, Greg. This is Ritter Dan from Kansas City. You know what? I was talking to a Raider fan at work, and we got together, and he started that. The cable man needed to go. No, fucking John Marshall. Fucking Moe needed to go. What the fuck was that? I told him when it was 17 to 7 at halftime, I said, dude, what I don't understand is I know we're getting pressure with the front four, but you got to mix in the blitz. Quit fucking running man coverage. I said, David Garrard is going to figure it out. So I was trying to figure out for one time, for one time, Hugh Jackson called a great fucking game. Jason Campbell looked like fucking Rich Gannon. And the fucking defense fuck it up. Who the fuck is this Jennings guy? You know, he's averaging, fuck, what, 30 yards a carry? I mean, I can understand maybe Jones Drew running all over us, but who the fuck is this guy? You know, some midget out there? This is bullshit, man. Not too many times I'm pissed, but I'm pissed. I'm still down my team. But once again, I'm calling out Raider Nation in Kansas City. Bring your ass to Arrowhead. I will be there. Raider Dan will be there with his wife. We will be there. And we shut these fucking Chiefs fans' asses up. Obviously, these bitches can't do shit. Fucking scoring 67 yards. Man, fuck them. Anyway, I'm out of here. Raider for life. Raider fans, come to Arrowhead. Invade the stadium. Or you shut them bitches up in their house. Out. Get your ass to Kansas City. If you're anywhere in that area and you're within an earshot of my voice, put your ass in a seat. I'll tell you, the Midwest Raider Nation knows how to rock the house and they show up big time in Kansas City. It's time. We got to do it. We got to show the Raiders that we're in the house. This game should be the playoff game of our lives. Get your ticket. Get down there. Watch the Raiders kick their ass. And that's what I got to say, man. I've been to Kansas City. I know how they roll there. It is a freaking blast, and you will enjoy yourself. I guarantee it. Next, my very good brother, Double X Raider. And he was in the house. Going on, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, Double X Raider. I lost my voice, and I went to the game, Raiders versus Jacksonville. And it was an awesome game, man. I can't, I can't be too mad about that, but, man, we got, like I said, man, we got to work on that passing game. That's what we need. More continuity on it, the passing game. If we had a passing game, we might the outcome might have been a little different. Uh, great game, ran the ball pretty pretty effective. Uh, defense had some key key breakdowns that, that really kind of cost us the game, or at least kept us out of the game. Ford's or Ford's fumble was huge. It definitely put our defense on the heels, but. You know, like I said, I can't be too mad, man. It was a, it was a, it was a decent game. The Raiders showed up, but man, we should have won that game. That game was winnable, you know. And I thought we were going to dominate it, being up 11 points, 12 points, or basically two scores. We should have had that game won, man. I'm, but you know, fortunately, Kansas City is getting their ass pushed in, so hopefully nothing lost. We'll be in third place because uh, San Diego probably get the win today. <clears throat> That'll knock us out of game. But we still got hope. So 
So hopefully we can run the table, finish nine and seven, you know, get a little bit of help and make the playoffs, man. That would, <clears throat> that would be ideal. Man, I went down to the uh Hooters on Saturday for a little Raider Nation get together. Man it was off the chain. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, you guys should have been here, man. It was hot. It was hot. But, you know, maybe maybe next time, brother. Uh, we definitely missed you. <clears throat> it's been a blast. As you can see, my voice is, is getting worse by the second. So I'm not going to hold you too much longer. But Raider Nation, keep our heads up. We still got time. We still got some room. Keep the faith. We can do it. I know these guys can do it. We just got to get that offense going, get that passing game going. Once we do that, I think we'll be we'll be in the house, man. But uh, Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, most of you guys, man, get the podcast going. I know that voice, man. I know exactly what you're saying, and I feel the same way. Let's keep positive. Let's keep forward, and believe me, man, I wish I could have been there. You know that I wish I could have been there, but it's Christmas time, and I got to get a G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grip for my kids, and that costs a little bit more dough than this bro has, I'll tell you right now. Kids! Thanks for the call, brother. This is another guy that I just love. You know why I love this guy? Because you can feel that he really, I mean, he really means uh, about the pain. I mean, he he describes it perfectly for me. (laughs) I think that's why I like it so much. He's very candid. He's very crisp. Check him out. Hell Raider. Yeah, this is Hell Raider calling after that game there. Um, really, really annoyed and irritated with the outcome of that game. First of all, let me say it's been a miserable sports weekend. Uh, I'm not only a passionate Raider fan, but I'm a passionate fan when it comes to other sports as well. So I won't get too much into that, but I'm a huge Montreal Canadiens fan. And they lost Friday and Saturday, which really fucked up my weekend. Um NC Raider, NC Raider fan can probably tell you that, but anyway. So I didn't start off the weekend very good, but uh, I, you know, I've been posting all week. Stop the running game, stop the running game, the running D. Well, wait, what running D? Uh, I have to keep telling myself that this team has won more games this year than any other uh, year since 2002. But you know, I'm not going to fall into that trap because I'm not going to accept that kind of crap. These guys get paid a lot of money. I spent a lot of money, and they should be winning. Um, the Arizona game, I keep posting that. That thing fucked us over. That's going to fuck us over at the end of this year. Um, the San Francisco game was another one that we probably should have won, but the Arizona game, um, I guess right now we should be 7-6. and six. But uh, Jacoby Ford, thanks a lot. You know, he did a lot of great things this year, but you know what we count on you? And one of the things is not to fucking fumble the goddamn football right there on the 15 or 20-yard line, whatever it was you did, that was bullshit. Jim, special needs coach Fossil, or excuse me, special teams coach Fossil, you need to be shown the fucking door. Uh, where the guy at the end of the game there didn't score a touchdown, what's the difference? It still gave him, you know, really great field position. Um, and, you know, if I remember correctly, the Arizona game, they returned a kick on us that uh, sealed that game for us that had, you know, didn't even have to come down to that missed kick by Janikowski. Um, Should have won this game. Then the other one, the the, the freaking ridiculous 
run that was on third and two, which, you know, should have been for maybe a seven or eight yard gain, and the motherfucker runs for like 75 yards. That fucking guy, Jennings, I mean, ridiculous. He had 100 yards. What a joke. I'm so irritated about this game. I will have changed my tune a little bit on the whole thing about the Michael Vick thing. I mean, I still like Michael Vick, still think Michael Vick would be a great fit, but, but Campbell... You know, now he doesn't have to look over his up his ass or everything else because people are trying to jam stuff up there or pull him. He's played really well. I think he'll be a really nice fit um, for this team. I really do. Now that he's uh, you know been able to settle in the position, did some things well. Still holds on the ball a little bit too long for me, but you know what? I'm willing to take that. Games like this today, they should have won that game. Should have never come down to that. They scored 14 points in three minutes there with the ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous run and that stupid-ass fumble. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And then we don't even give ourselves a fucking chance after McFadden scores that awesome the last touchdown. Should have been able to have better uh, special teams coverage on that than all. I mean, we didn't even give ourselves a chance, you know. And then, and then we still fought toward the end. I had to give the, the team a lot of heart and stuff. But just some of the plays, the breakdowns and coverage, that ridiculous bomb, that Hail Mary bomb, that was bull crap. I don't know. I mean... Michael, you've done a lot of great things. Mr. Huff, you've done a lot of great things. That was that was garbage. I definitely think that finally sealed our season. The best we can do now is 9-7, and seven, and I don't see Kansas City losing. It's been a great year, but uh, a lot of improvements. But still, uh, the, the games that we've really lost this year, um, you know, the, there's only been a couple we really had our, our teeth kicked in. Um, but the, in my estimation, should have had three more victories at this point. Today should have been another one. Definitely the Arizona game and the 49er game. So some things to build on, but that is fucking ridiculous. So the play calling at the beginning of the game was crap. But the run defense was just horrible. So anyway, out. That's a great take, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. I do think Campbell's doing better. Uh, our special needs coach, that's priceless, bro. <laughs> special needs coach, that's perfect because he's sucked ass all year. I I mean, Hugh Jackson has barely made this team function. He's not a good coach. And Curly, well, you know, he showed his colors last year. So he's just trying to manage the team, I guess. I I still think we need a hell of a good coach. If we had better coaching with these players, you know, who knows where we could be. But that is another subject for another day. Next, we have the Raider General. Like his attitude. Check it out. Hey, Raider Nation. Raider General here in Michigan. I have a snow day here with four kids, so I have to be a little more subdued in my office. But, uh... Really disappointed about yesterday. Very disappointed. Um, we almost had it. We almost had it. And um, as bummed as I am about this week, looking at NFL Network and watching us get our asses to us in the end, I got to say, there's a lot of good things that we haven't seen in years. Uh, we fought back. Um, McFadden was a beast. We kept throwing the ball. Hayward Bay didn't catch it, of course. We dropped some passes, but we kept fighting. And um, our defense um, was out on the field too long in the second half, and, you know, we got it handed to us on a couple big plays like usual. It's those big plays that still haunt us. Special teams sucked ass yesterday. They left that last one 
go by us, and that's what cost us the game because we were fighting. And um, I still think our weak link is our safeties. I think we need to move Huff, Huff up to cornerback where he played great, let him continue to cause havoc with the quarterback. And uh, I don't know, Mitchell and uh, Branch and, uh, you know, our safeties, there's just – we have some problems back there. Anyways, disappointed, but, you know, we haven't seen this in years. We haven't seen a team like this in years. Uh, we didn't just lay down. So pissed off, unhappy. Now we got to wait. Now we got to, you know, do all the graphs and figure out who's got to lose for us to still be in. And it's frustrating as hell. I think the Chiefs are going to falter the last few weeks, and we got to hope that the Chargers do as well. We got to win out. We got to win out. So uh, that's it. Unhappy, but, you know, there's a lot of positives, Raider Nation. And um, um, next year, you know, I'm not looking towards next year yet, but next year is going to be a great year for us because we've got a foundation here and we've got a lot of talent. But uh, still really upset about losing a couple big plays. They still haunt us. Um, we played hard yesterday. We played a good game. Anyways, all is well in Raider Nation. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Raider General out. We do have a good foundation. I just hope we uh, find a better coach for the defense and the offense and especially the special needs. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do as coaches go because I know we got the players. I just don't think we're putting them in the right places to do their best job like Huff. Ugh. Next, my good brother from Gainesville, Florida, Rada Mike. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Wanted to, wanted to let you know I went to the game, had a good time with the Raider Nation here. We represented well. Uh, not like the last time I was here in Jayville. We didn't represent well. And these, you know, Jacksonville Jaguar fans, they got to be the most arrogant and cocky fans who haven't won shit in their damn history. But anyway, who cares about that? Let's get to the game. Um, uh, basically, you know, I fought. Three phase, three things that I saw pointed out in this game that why we lost. Run defense, number one, couldn't stop the run. And I think that's because Rolando McClain, that was a key that we he did not play yesterday. Um, at first I was having, okay, thinking, okay, we could still win with Ricky Brown, which we could have, but Ricky Brown is not, he can't run sideline to sideline. He's, you know, he's just, you know, if you run at him, he could stop you, he's good at that and he's basically a special teams player. And that hurt him also on special teams because I noticed he wasn't out there on special teams, uh, at least at my point of view. So, I mean, he's better at that. And then as far as, you know, Ronaldo McClain would have stopped those outside runs, probably wouldn't have gotten as many yards. And then, you know, um, uh, probably those, some of those crossing routes with Mercedes Lewis, we wouldn't have had those so many of those because at least McClain would have been able to not really cover Mercedes Lewis, but as far as I think they would still have Branch or Mitchell on, but I think he would have, you know, manned the middle a little bit better. Uh, but we've got to draft some linebackers next year. I mean, we've got to get two legitimate outside linebackers that can stop the run because Cameron Wimley and Quint Groves are just three, four defensive ends. They're not run stoppers. Uh, I didn't hear Quint Groves' name called yesterday, so... Definitely got to get an out, you know, outside linebacker, at least one. 
And Wembley, like I said, he's based at pass rush. I only heard his name called a couple times on tackles. Also, I fought the play calling on defense. What the hell is John Marshall doing? First quarter, first half, we're running, we're blitzing. That's why Michael Huff had another sack. And then after that, they stopped. They thought that their front four can get in. Our front four are good, but eventually they're going to need some help just to mix it up a little bit, throw the, the offense off. And he doesn't do that. So they only blitz. And that's what killed us, too, because Garrard had a couple of passes that he got off with no pressure. And no run blitzes, at least to help out Wembley and Grove, since they couldn't stop the run, get in there run blitz with Mike Mitchell in there, a couple of run blitzes. That wasn't uh And then finally, special teams was horrible. I mean, we – I mean, how do you give up a 65-yard run? I mean, that's just horrible. So they, they you know – and Jacoby Ford, I know he fumbled the ball, but, you know, I really can't blame him totally for it. I mean, I know that's going to happen. He's a rookie. I can excuse that. But it did hurt us, and I think that was the turning point in the game. But I, I can't. The kid was nice. We met him uh, before the game and after the game. Um, so he's a nice guy, very personable, likes the Raider Nation, so I'm not going to hold nothing against him. You know, um, Lionel Richie had his best game ever, but, after the game, he wasn't very personable with the, at least the kids out there, which I didn't like. But So, some of the ladies, I met, I met Chris Johnson. He was a little bit upbeat after the uh, uh, game. Still think we have a shot in the playoffs outside, but uh, I don't know. I mean, of course, we lose one more and we're out of it. But uh, kind of after I saw yesterday, I, I don't think we deserve to go again. I just We just need to, you know, we've got to work on some things. Got to get a retro receiver. Got to get either a veteran outside linebacker that can stop the run or some rookie outside linebacker in the draft. And, uh, of course, we can use some more offensive line help. Anyway, that's about it. Sorry for the long message. Had a good time to Raider Nation, but, again, got my hopes up and got crushed again. Raider Nation for life. Peace. Very nice take on the game. I mean, the linebacker issue, I talked about that, too. That's a big-time obvious necessity with McLean out. Um, well, it is what it is. So I still think we can make the playoffs. I don't know about going to the Super Bowl, but it sure would be nice to have a postseason game around the house. Next, we have my very good brother, Raider Jaime, from Bakersfield. <laughs> What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jaime coming out of Bakersfield. There's a lot of mistakes out there, a lot of fucked up tackling, I think, where, you know, either we thought they're down or we thought they're out of balance and don't pursue the tackle, don't finish through. You could tell that there was a lot of bad tackling from our youngsters, not being able to get off a, a, a blocker, being held up or whatever. But um, regardless, man, um, hey, we're fucking growing, man, you know. I, I guess that's all we really have to look forward to. A lot of folks, I don't think, think so. But honestly, I feel we will mature as as, as the years go. I think we, have, we should be optimistic going into next year because there's a lot of youth in our, in our team. They're going to get better. That's all I got to say, Ray. I'm out. 
Yeah, we got some things going on, man. We got a young team. We got possibilities. It's not over yet, man. Uh, it's not over yet. Uh, it's a tough, tough, tough loss, man. It's tough for everybody. Uh, and I appreciate the call, brother. And the positive feedback is always welcome because it's easy uh, to get down at a time like this. But, man, we've got a better team than we've had in years. Next, we have the Oracle of Orlando, Raider Jeff. And it's pretty cool when you can take your kid to a Raider game. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. I might have a different take on uh, yesterday's game with the Jaguars as opposed to many of the calls that may come in today. As I mentioned a few weeks ago, it was going to be the first time my son got to take in a game, and uh, it was for his birthday. And uh, to say the least, he was not disappointed. Uh, He came in with his brand-new D-Mac jersey, and did D-Mac disappoint? Hell no. The television doesn't do justice. The man looked like a freaking runaway freight train. He was beautiful. Um, my kid was so excited at the game. I almost broke his hand on, on one of the runs, giving him a high five, because D-Mac was just so impressive in that game. Um, Jason Campbell. Wow. Uh that that was probably his best game uh, this year. He really looked good. And um, I don't know if you guys could tell who were not at that game on the television, but that was a freaking hostile environment. And this team is very different. I mean, I, I know we did not win this game, but they handled that pressure very well. Now, we lost the game because we didn't get a complete effort in all phases of the game. Defense let us down. Special teams let us down. But uh, we we definitely had fun. Uh, my son had a good time. Of course, me understanding the game and the importance of it, I was disappointed because I didn't get the cherry on the top of the, the cake, the Sunday, because we needed that win. My son says to me, you know, Dad, this game was so fun that I'm not even upset that we lost. And, uh, you know, I I had a hard time with that. And then he said to me, you know, you never know, San Diego, they might lose. KC, they might, they might lose another game and it still could go down. So, I mean, there, there still is a glimmer of hope. I try to explain to him the probability, but, you know, maybe I need to just enjoy that moment and think like him. You know, San Diego's got a short week, and, and maybe they will lose. Maybe they'll they'll lose to San Francisco on Thursday because San Francisco is still in a playoff race, and the game means a lot to them. So who knows? But uh, I just wanted to put some a positive spin on, on, on this week's game. Go Raiders. What a great contest for your child to see for the first time. You know, now he is for sure Raider Nation for life, man. There's no doubt at all. And a McFadden fan at that. I'm glad you had a good time. I feel the same about the team. 
Uh, most of the nation feels the same about the team. You know, good take, brother. Next, we have Raider John from Providence, Rhode Island. Like his take. Listen up. What's up, Raider Randy? What's up, Raider Greg? Uh, this is Raider John from Providence, Rhode Island, calling again. I'm disgusted, man. I'm, I feel like shit. Um, but, I mean, there's not much I could complain about this week, which is what I'm used to every week with the Raiders. And, uh, I mean, there was a bunch of bad mistakes we made here and there. I know, but overall, I thought the team played pretty good. And I, I really, I'm kind of proud of them guys because I really didn't expect them to do what they did. I thought they were going to come lay an egg in there. But they, they did all right. One thing that really has been bothering me, though, is on McFadden's touchdown to make it 14-7, the holding call on Zach Miller. Now, I don't know if the referee meant to call it on somebody else, but I I know you saw the game. When we watched the replay, Zach Miller didn't even touch anybody. He barely touched anybody. You know what I mean? And, like, the announcer of the game, Solomon Wilcox, whoever it was, was like, I I guess he was born in Jacksonville because the guy was like, Oh, you see the hold right there. Where? I thought he was being sarcastic at first, but he was serious. Oh, anyway, we're not out of it yet. I hope the Raider Nation keeps their head up because, you know what, we're doing pretty good this year. I mean, we we already should be happy. And, I mean, you can't expect the guys to win the Super Bowl in their first year turning things around, but at least we're going this way. So, I mean, I'm happy. We lost, but like I said, if they played good, I wouldn't care. So I'm not taking my words back mistakes were there, but it's all good, baby. Next week, Denver's going down. Indy's going down. KC's going down. We need a little help, but believe me, we're going to get help. So have a good week, man. Hopefully this week's a lot better. I love the show, dude. I wish there was an episode every day, but I'll just have to wait. And uh, have a good day. All right, bye. There's the Raider Nation. We got some positive things going. We still got a chance. We still have hope. You never know. Better things could be in our future. They're definitely looking up, that's for sure. Last but not least, I'd like to to end the show with one of my very favorite people. Uh, I've met him in person, him and his lovely wife. Uh, Great people. Uh, And I like his takes because they're very cerebral, well thought out, and actually very much along the lines of my thought. This guy is Raider Maniac. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. I just want to talk a little bit about the game and then go on to another subject. As far as the game goes, I want to congratulate and take my hat off to the offense. They left everything out on the field today. They put it out there and give themselves a chance to win, and it just didn't happen. It's very disappointing. One play call that I was a little puzzled about was late in the game where they went on fourth down and three. I don't have a problem with going for going forward on fourth down and three, but I do have a problem with the play call. You put it in the hands of the guy that's pounded them all day long and got the job done. Instead, they put it in in the hands of a third-string garbage quarterback who's thrown 50 interceptions in his career. I don't get it. You know, I was skeptical about Hugh Jackson when we brought him in. He's done a 
a decent job, you know, up and down all season. But that play call right there, I, I just I don't get it. On to the next subject. A couple years ago, some very dedicated fans got together and rented a billboard with a sign that read, Please, Mr. Davis, hire a GM. Mr. Davis, this calls for you. I know you're not listening, but I'm going to say it anyway. You need to get get it together, hire a GM, and hold up your end of the bargain. You promised a couple years ago you'd bring in a GM. Well, we haven't seen that yet. You got the most loyal, faithful, knowledgeable fans in the NFL, and all of sports for that matter. It's time to show some respect and do the right thing. Bring in a smart football mind, somebody with along the lines of Bill Parcells. Let him take this team over and, and get us back on the winning track. It's time to bring in some... I like Tom Cable, don't get me wrong. He's done a lot of good things for this team the last couple of years. But it's time to bring in a high-profile head coach with high-profile coordinators. We need to follow suit with what other teams have done. For example, Kansas City. Look what they've done in one year just by hiring two high-profile coordinators. They've went from shit to the king of the hill. It's time for us to do the same. And I'm going to stand by my decision that we need to draft a quarterback because we do. We got three quarterbacks on our roster besides Campbell. Campbell seems to be coming around. We got him for one more year. We need to ride him for next year, but we need to get a young quarterback in here, get him molded into our system, and let this guy take over this team in a couple of years. I know Andrew Luck is out of possibility because he is a top draft pick and we don't have one in the first round unless we pull off the trade of the century like Bill Walsh did to get Jerry Rice. (laughs) You'd have to give up a lot. We could do it if we really wanted the guy. I think he's the guy that we should get, but, you know, I know it ain't going to happen. So, with that being said, there's another guy that's sitting on San Francisco's practice squad. He's been there for two years. They must think highly of him to keep him around for them two years. His name's Nate Davis. He's got a strong arm. We all know how Big Al likes the the strong-arm, deep-ball-throwing quarterback. Well, let's go sign him. You can sign anybody off anybody's practice squad at any time. He's just sitting there waiting for somebody to give him an opportunity. We need to get rid of the quarterbacks we got with the exception of Jason Campbell and start fresh. That We have a very young and talented team. It's time to get this son of a bitch rolling and go to the fucking playoffs and possibly the Super Bowl. Time is running out. Raiders all day, every day. Go Raiders. Let's go. I'd like to kind of piggyback on uh, what my good brother talked about here. Al Davis did promise that he would get a general manager. He promised that he would get a Bay Area guy, and he sounded like he knew exactly who he wanted. Now, we haven't heard word one 
from that promise. And I think that's some bullshit. Because it's serious when you're talking about drafting, trading, building a team, building a coaching staff. You need a guy like Parcells. You need someone in the office that is way on top. And I I know Al's a smart guy, but you got to have a guy who's fresh, who's been there, who has the experience, and has built teams from nothing, like a Parcells. This team is ready to go places, man. Look at us. We're young, we're strong, we're winning in spite of the shitty coaching. The the thing here is we have a team, we have all the potential in the world, and we're the fucking Raiders, man. We're not like, we're not the Lions. We're not the Texans. We are the Raiders. We are a franchise that has had championships and championship players, the best coaches, the best players. And if he means that, really, And if he can remember what he meant back then when he said that, I'm talking about Al Davis, then he'll do the right thing and get a GM in here that we all can trust, a high-profile general manager. Fire that shithole Mike Taylor and John Herrera. They're just Klingons to Al's ass. They do nothing but whisper around corners. It's time to get real football guys in there. To build this franchise up from the ground up. The team is ready and it needs it now. We need to build this now. We're on a way and we can't go backwards, man. If we don't change the course, we're going to go around backwards. Other teams have done it. It'll happen to us too. Please, Mr. Davis, hire a general manager. I have been touting, screaming, bitching about this for years. It's time that it gets done. I hope it does. In the offseason, it would be a fantastic, uplifting experience. Make me want to buy tickets. That's for damn sure. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, the holiday season is upon us. Randy and I are going all over the place. So, you know, it's a busy time for all of us. I just want you guys to be safe out there. Do not drink and drive. You know what I'm saying, people. Be safe. Love each other. This is Raider Greg, and I am... Out.